right off the bat with some woo-hoo. I did the woo-hoo because you, I know you hate it. I, I, said, I, I, it. You're not wrong. <clears throat> I'm going to do what I want. I definitely it. hate it. Um, this is America. You're right. This is America, though. So just fucking woo-hoo. Yeah, give it another woo. one. Give it another one. Woo-hoo! All right. I, didn't, I, I thought I would enjoy that more after I recognized that it was America and freedom all that, but I still hated it. It's, uh, it turns out I still hate it. It's America. Anyway, don't do it ever again. Hey, welcome one and all. Uh, this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Rainy. Man, it's shitty outside. I just sat outside and watched Kane's first flag football game, and it was rainy and cold, and and he has no fucking clue what to do yet. But we'll get there. His first flag football <laughs> game? Yeah. I thought he had one last week. Nah, that's the first week he's played. He was coming off surgery, you know, big surgery. Uh, so he, yeah, had, he, had, he uh, sat out for two weeks. Had, uh, big ACL surgery. Uh, got those knees reconstructed. Yeah, Tommy John surgery. Yeah, Tommy John. He's been throwing in the 90s. Uh, it's now down to the low 80s, but it'll be fine. Yeah, a it'll couple more years. It'll be you know, fine. eight-year-olds throwing in the 80s. It's, it's it's rare, but he's a rare kid. Hey, speaking of sports, mm-hmm. I'm not thrilled with our draft picks. I got to talk you into liking it, huh? Should we get the sports right away? Well, here's First five what. minutes, we talking sports? We'll get it over with. All right, yeah. And then we'll get to the dick stuff. Okay. Well, um, I don't have to go there either, but. I was okay with uh, with our, our defensive end. First pick. I was okay there. Miles Murphy. Here's the only reason I wasn't cool with Miles Murphy. I grew up and there was a kid behind me by the name of Miles Murphy. So when I hear that name, uh, I think about the kid that lived behind me and the fact that he had a Sega and I didn't, and I don't really like him. He agree with a real preppy kid, like a real Zach Morris type, you know, oh, yeah, and yeah. I was, I'm the more the dirty skater, the, the, the dirty the skater type. No, I wasn't the screech, <laughs> but, you know, I was the dirt bag that wasn't even on the show. Yeah. Saved by the Bell didn't have my category. I don't no, know why. No. You'd think they would. Why didn't they have stoners? Because it was Bayside, man. There's no stoners in Bayside? No, there's Bullshit. no stoners in Bayside. Oh. It was just fucking... And fucking uh, Lisa Turtle was, mm-hmm. you know, she was as prim and proper as Zach Morris was. Well, yeah, all of them in that group were preppy. But outside of the group, sometimes you would have some other characters, and they never did have anything besides other little preppy kids. You're right. Uh, what a fucking no. weird show. Space Side. But uh, Screech had a fucking hog on him from what I heard. Uh, no, that was fake. Uh, it what? Was, it was admitted later. Stark cock. That was not him in the porn. Really? That but I, st- I heard him. he still had a hog. Well, if it was if he had a hog, why wouldn't he do the porn himself? I don't know. Maybe he was scared. Uh, I'm saying Screech did not have a big dick. That sucks. I, I was really hoping like at That's least he had no that going for him. What are we talking about? Uh, oh, the draft. We got the Screech's dick off the so draft. I didn't mind Miles Murphy. I was okay with it. It wasn't wouldn't have been my first pick. Who's your pick right there? Wow. I mean, in the moment, my pick would have been Michael Mayer, the, the tight end out of Notre yeah. Dame. The, in the would moment, would have made Nate really. That unhappy. would have made. Yeah, who gives a shit about Nate? Um, that's what I. We did have the inside track on that, and we heard we that had he, him. he was there. We heard. No, I'm saying we got the inside track of why he fell to the second round. He was going to do really good, but then everybody found out his dad is a giant fucking cocksucker, and not by the kind that actually sucks cock, but the kind that's just a fucking asshole, and. He dropped. He dropped to the second round because of his cunt dad. That's what we heard. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but our inside source, which is, um, you know, the guy that lives up the street. You know how many of the dads are are fucking assholes? Hey, Mike, you owe my kid this. There's a million of them. Let's just throw out one name, uh, Lonzo Ball. And look at the balls. They all fell because of the shitty dad. Uh, Mello's still... They're doing all right, but, but they would have been doing highly. better if he wasn't around. Yeah, I so, agree. So uh, that's why they fell. That's what our inside source, inside sources here at Shut Up Cincinnati. Well, Michael Mayer would have been my pick there. Yeah. well, But it, because I've time. said it so much, we need a tight end really bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Or even that second one that I liked, that other tight end. Uh, 
what's the name? Carpio, whatever the you fuck is. You suck it? at this game because you never remember their names. Um, anyways. There was a lot of good tight ends mm. out there. Yeah, they never took one. I, we know, didn't take one. The Bengals are in that position right now. And then we grabbed a safety and a cornerback. A safety and a cornerback? We grabbed them both. Next mm-hmm. two picks. No, we went cornerback, but then safety. But yeah, I get what the you're The whole saying. point is, I have no problem with having some depth there. Mm-hmm. But we have needs in other places we that we didn't get. Needs. We have needs. We don't have huge needs. We right have now. linebacker needs, in my opinion, and we have tight end needs. How do we have linebacker needs? And I wouldn't have minded a little bit better of an offensive lineman than we got. Than who? I am not unhappy with uh, with Chase out of uh, in Illinois. That kid's a hell of a running back. But just this morning, a big fucking press conference says, no, Joe Mixon's our guy. Joe Mixon's our guy. That's what they've decided. All right. This is how I look at the Bengals draft in general. And they did this last year, too. They are in the position to draft for the future. And what they're doing is they know that they have to pay Higgins, Burrow, Chase, and Logan Wilson. Those are the four that they know they, sh- they need to keep on the fucking the books because they're good. And we're paying $12 million to Mixon. Mixon, these are people we got to pay next year. So Mixon is is you can get rid of his money now and work to resign them before the season, but you don't need to do that. These guys are all on their contract. Even Burrow's under contract for another year after next right, season. Right, right, right. So you don't technically have to do this right now. Mixon is a luxury at this point. If you cut him, cool. I got a feeling Mixon has already agreed to a pay cut, and they're just not going to announce it till after June second or whatever that date is. I, I have a feeling that is the case. Uh, that Mixon agreed to a pay cut, and you're keeping Mixon. Well, it seemed to me there was definitely not a whole lot of interest in the NFL as, about obtaining Mixon. And as far as the tight end. I have a feeling that they really like Irv Smith Jr. And when Irv Smith Jr. came out, he was a giant prospect. I mean, that's a first-round prospect that I remember when he was getting drafted. I was hoping the Bengals would draft him then. So and, and, and he's uh, never and really shown Kirk in the NFL. Didn't give him a lot of. That's looks, what right? I mean. Is he didn't he wasn't in the offense that expl- can really give him the touches that he would need, and he had injury problems. So I think they're thinking if Irv stays healthy, that they don't really need a tight end. Now they would have took a tight end, I think, if the ones they wanted were available. I think Michael Mayer may have been they a little bit. They were all available. Available. And not not in their draft. Oh, uh, I got you. I got you. All right. They had this. They had Miles Murphy rated as a top ten pick. All right, and that's what the Bengals were thinking. So when he fell to him, yeah, sure, they would have liked Mayer. They oh, would have no liked doubt. this, he but they a- would rather do Murphy. And the thing with him is you take him now because Hubbard and Hendrickson are, have decent-sized contracts. Yeah. But if you can get rid of a Hendrickson's contract and replace him with a player that's similar, now you got the money to pay Burrow. Now you have the money to pay Higgins. That's a $17.5 million that they won't be on the line for in 2024 if this kid works out. So well, I think that's I, what they're thinking. I would rather have a Hendrickson than a Hubbard. At this point, sure, but you have to go by the contracts. You're yeah. not you, you're at the luxury of of, or not at the luxury, but you you just basically have to go with who who you can expend without losing the least amount of money. Right, and, and, and Hendrickson think, is a know, great contract, but he's owed seventeen point five million next year. Yeah, I know. And that's seventeen point five that you might not have to pay him, and that's not this year. That's next year. So, and Miles Murphy, it, <clears throat> I, I know why they took Miles Murphy mm-hmm. because they didn't expect him to be there, and then we got oh my god, he's here, and this is. Fucking insane pass rusher. Get up to your, and, you, you need to and that's fucking get need. close to your microphone. I okay. had people bitching about that last week, by the way. Fuck people. Well, no, no, it I drives care? me crazy, too, because you sound like a pussy from far away, and your voice, your the bass disappears, mm. you know? And I know you're not a pussy. You got a little <laughs> bass in your voice. So. My whole point is, they didn't think he was going to be there. He sh- probably shouldn't have been there. No. They're like, and they had no choice but to take him. I get it. Well, the cornerback, after 
this year you don't have a cornerback. Cornerback, I think, was very important. I, I actually thought they'd go in the first round with that, and I was hoping Deontay Banks would fall to him, and he almost did. It was, the, it was four That's picks That's what away. I mean, and that would have been a, a, a steal, too, if we could have got that. So I don't blame the cornerback. They got a guy from Michigan, that is the fastest guy in the draft. All right? He's out of Michigan. He's played with Dax Hill, so they already got some continuity there, which I think is super important. I love what Philadelphia did in this draft and when it got all those Georgia players because now you got a whole well, team that's played Philadelphia together. Philadelphia had 14 picks in the first three rounds. Well, I'm just saying they went out and got a bunch of people from the same defense. They did. So you got a defense. It's kind of like how the Bengals did with Burrow and Chase. you got people that have built chemistry for years, and you're bringing that into the NFL. You kind of got that with the Bengals this year. They brought that guy in from Michigan who's played with Dax Hill, so now you got some continuity there. He's probably not – he don't have to start this year, but – Again, a woozy is on the last year of his contract. You slide him in. Now you got Cam Taylor Britt and this rookie both as your starting corners. You got all rookie tight ends or second year to or not tight ends, safeties. Safeties. Your defense is going to be cheap for like five years at this point. So now you can afford to pay that offense. I think that's what the Bengals are doing. You can't They're going to be cheap unless yeah. they give up twenty eight points a game. And again, you can then keep, they're not cheap. You can keep mixing this year and you can groom the, the fifth-round pick out of Illinois, and he can take over next year when you really got to start paying out the big money to the other guys. I'm just a firm believer that you I'm can't not a big put, fan of mixing You can't up. put too I, – I don't like mixing anymore. Yeah. I'm a believer that <clears throat> you can't put too many young guys on the fucking defense, on the starting defense. I'm a believer because I, that's just harder that mixing and Burrow and Chase are going to have to work when these guys are giving up point but after point. But that's the touchdown. thing is you're not starting them this year. Everybody they got is a backup being groomed to be a starter later. I know. So you got – right now – now you have the veterans on defense. Can you get these guys in a position to be able to take over when their contract's in? Now they take over and your offense is still fucking stacked. And now you got a defense two, three years in. They have a little bit of experience that's fast as fuck. We're going to have one of the fastest defenses in the league, especially the defensive backs. The backs they, are fast. Uh, yeah. They're ridiculously fast. Yeah. I know. Why? What's your concern at linebacker with the Bengals? They well, just signed I, Re- Jermaine Pratt, who had a great year last year. I'm happy with and Pratt Logan and I'm Wilson's happy with Lo- Logan Wilson. I don't think we have... Much after that? No. Uh, we have a keen... And I don't think we have a stereotypical outside monster type back like a Lawrence Taylor that can roam the field and do they what They don't make wants. those anymore. The, the linebacker has lost value. The linebacker in the NFL nowadays is like the running back. You're right. They've kind of lost value because they're they're kind of interchangeable, a lot more interchangeable than they but used I to be. But I still like to have one. I like to have a linebacker who's <clears throat> capable, really, if need be, of covering a slot receiver and not just a tight end. Or a, or running back out of the backfield. Well, I you're want not going to have many. I, yeah, and, but that's the thing is Logan Wilson is that linebacker kind of. He has a really good rating for he's, coverage. He's, he's got speed. So, it, but Pratt's a Pratt's the guy in the middle. He's just a, he's a hole plugger. I, I don't know. I think we're good with linebacker. I think we're good on defensive line now. I, I I'm really happy with. I think defense. our secondary is pretty deep. Does my but does the tight end situation worry me? Yes, but. I, I guess that's what they, I mean, they I know decided Ir- to go with. Irv Smith isn't old. No. He's a young guy, and, and he wasn't utilized by Kirk Cousins at all. I get it. He was mostly a blocking back there. That's I just think head. the Bengals are drafting in a way that's going to keep them good for years, <clears throat> and I think that's super <clears throat> important. I, I think teams like the Bengals are, and in the past teams like the Patriots, teams that are really good have to draft like this in order to afford the good players on their team that have made them good to begin with. They have to nail the drafts, and that's not always taking the – the trying to plug a hole. Like if I need a tight end, I need a tight end, I need a tight end. Then the tight end comes up and he's ranked 64, but you got a cornerback ranked in your 30. You know, you might not need a cornerback now, but you're always going to need him. So why wouldn't you take but, that cornerback? But look what happens. Just prime if, example. If Dalton Kincaid City. fell to them, they would have took him. Okay, but Kansas City, I just Tampa think Bay. Didn't fit their when offense. you got a tight end with the capability of a Kelsey mm-hmm. or a Gronk or yeah. a blah blah blah, 
it prevents them from being able to double team your receivers every fucking play. Yeah. It prevents it. We don't have that. No. So we're going to have two guys on chase every fucking time he walks off the fucking field. Well, that's fine. That's why you got Higgins. And that receiver they got is supposed to be a, a stud too. Um, the one, yeah, he's fast. Yeah, he's super fast. I think he might end up being Burrow's version of your Wes Welker type. I, I think he's going to be that underneath receiver that, you know, apparently he can just fucking – he doesn't miss – and he can get open. So I, I'm he, looking forward to him. In the next couple of years, he'll be the Tyler Boyd. Is what well, he's going to. That's Boyd's replacement again. Yeah. They're they're getting people to replace the aging veterans that they can't afford to keep on paying. The Bengals, if you've noticed, do not pay that second contract out the dudes. They pay the first no. contract. Once you get the thirty, the Bengals are like, all right, we're we're going younger. Thank you, and, yeah. and they move on. I mean, I think Burrow will be that exception, obviously, and we'll see where the receivers are at that point. You know, is Chase still going to be good when he's thirty? Who fucking knows? Hey, you know, another thing about Miles Murphy. He's 21 years old. Dude is young as fuck. He could grow yeah. in to be a real stud, so who knows there. I don't know. Overall, I was happy with I mean, the I'm happy with the pass rusher. You got, you got a, the, the draft, the Bengals being good makes the draft less exciting, if that makes sense, because they're not really looking for that star player at this point. Now they're just looking to keep the team good. Right. So a lot of times that's more picking for the but future than it is the present. But what I'm saying is now our secondor, secondary is real deep. Yeah. In other areas, we got our starters and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I, I would prefer a little depth spread around a little bit. You can't have depth everywhere, though. You can, not everywhere. You know I mean? I'm That's saying spread around a little bit. Yeah. After after our two linebackers that we just talked about, we don't have another one. Uh, the Davis Gaither or whatever isn't bad. Uh, Marcus Bailey's all right. You just kick that and kick the camera completely off of me. Can you fix that? You fucking floppy bitch. There you go. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Davis uh, Gaither's okay at best. I was I was cool with the draft. That's all I care about. This is fifteen minutes. Well, in. you put your little fucking uh, your little wish list up, and not one of those guys got fucking taken. Miles Murphy was on my wish list. Was he? Yeah, he was on my my now second and third round. Yeah, none of them got taken. Not one. That was upsetting. Yeah, they they didn't get what I did, but I. The thing is, is I'm I, I'm me. I don't know shit. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. I see and some players too, that look but... exciting to me, but I don't know a football system inside and out like these guys do. I just look at Duke Tobin, and I see how he's plugged holes in the last four or five years and see how well he's done, and I just kind of trust the process right now. And after they explain why they got him or what they see in him that they like, and then you read other people's analysis of it, it you can convince me if it's good or bad. And they've yeah. done a good job this year convince me that it was a good draft. Well, I, I, like I said, our, our offense is stacked. We know that. Mm-hmm. Another, I would have loved the tight end. Another Believe quick, me. yeah, a tight end is really what I want. But I, this I year. get not getting Mayer after I read more about him. He just doesn't fit their system. I mean, that guy would be good in like a, a Dallas offense or a, a Philadelphia run first offense. He'd be great because he's a great blocker and he can catch, but he's not like a stretch to field kind of guy. Yeah. He's now not Dalton that. Kincaid, if he was available, they would have took him, but he got taken maybe like five picks before that. Um, he fit their offense, and I think they would have took Laporta in round two. Laporta, yeah. But he, again, he was gone by the time it was round two. That big dude that everybody was talking about in Georgia apparently has knee problems. He's oh, like yeah. six, seven, three hundred something pounds. He's not the. If you already got knee problems that young and you're that big, that's probably not a great thing. And, he, and he's chubby. And they uh, said he really didn't produce in Georgia. He was he was more of a blocking tight end, and yeah. if that's all you're looking for. Cool, but I don't think the Bengals were looking for that. I think they but want see, someone Ge- that can stretch the field a little bit. Because Georgia had the same offense. Essentially, as we have, he wasn't. He didn't fit in there. He yeah. was a blocker. That's all. He exactly. Was. Well, that in Georgia had that fucking uh, that stud on their team too, and I forget his name right now. He didn't come out in the draft this year, but he's the number one tight end in the whole league. Oh yeah. So yeah. they had the best tight end in, in college there, right? football there. So that's also why he didn't get as much. But when he got the chances, he really didn't prove much. Outside the fact that he's big and fast, 
you know, there's nothing else about the guy. So you're going on just on size, and that's cool and everything, but I'm going to trust the guy that's put together a good team to go with the <laughs> fact know, that he thought that that didn't fit his team. How many fucking draft picks did the fucking Browns give up? I think I saw their name once. I don't think the Browns get the draft anymore. I mean, they got <laughs> they, all- their first pick was in the late second round. I you got to give up a lot for Uncle Touchy, man. You do. You know, he's going to come to town. And where did Philly get all their fucking picks? Yeah. Who did they give up to get so many fucking picks? You know, they were in the fucking Super Bowl, dude. Uh, Philly, where did they get their picks from? They got remember. a lot of them. They got like they got picks like the Jets got them last year. Well, Carson Wentz got them some picks. Getting, I mean, uh, that's like some shit that happened years ago. But they're still getting the picks. I forget all the picks they got. There was a couple things they did where they um. Either way, yeah, they did a lot, and they fucking used it well. Philadelphia is going to be good this year. Not that they were bad Philadelphia is going to be real good this year. But uh, speaking of Deshaun Watson. He was known for going to the old massage parlors and getting a rub and tug. He was. He didn't get the tug. He tried to get the tug. Most of the time, he was going to real massage parlors. He was going to like fucking uh, salons, Mitchells and shit to get a massage. Well, tell us where he went wrong there, Captain. Well, I'll tell you where he went wrong. Uh, (laughs) I visited my first rub and tug. (laughs) That's what I was going to. Trying to get into it. I've always wanted to, and I said it it on the show. I just wanted to experience it. Vern's pissed, and he's going to tell us about it later, too, guys, so stay tuned. I just wanted to experience it. Yeah. And, uh, you know... I don't go to hookers. I just don't, even though there's nothing wrong with them. I just don't go to hookers. <laughs> yeah, it's just you not know? your thing. And I'm certainly not going to, on the average, pay for a hand job. I wanted the experience of going to a rub and tug. So there's three right by my house. So I literally drove by all three a dozen times going, ooh, that one looks like I can get, I can get arrested in there. Ooh, that one looks shady. Ooh, blah, blah, blah. So you're saying there's three by your house. Do you mean that there's three that you know are rubbing tugs? Like, how do you know they're rubbing tugs? Or is there just three masseuse parlors? Asian massage. And okay. they've all got the same signs. I don't and- think every Asian massage parlor gives rubbing tugs, though. Do you? I don't know. I, I think they do. I've never gone to a massage artist or whatever they call themselves, a masseuse. I think 90% I never plan on do. it. And, but I, yeah, okay. But they're not going to like the local corporate owned masseuse they're not rubbing tugs but you're saying just right. the ones that say asian, asian massage right, parlor right are, are typically those are typical rubbing okay. tugs. so i wanted to experience and i was figuring to myself well hey i'll get a a, a decent massage for cheap because their massage is only 40 bucks well you're hoping that's decent yeah either way so, you know you're gonna come i select one uh and i decide i'm gonna go in and i pull up to the fucking front and let me tell you something I felt really fucking weird just being there. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to walk in there and there's going to be like a lobby full of people I know. Hey, my, this guy went to, you know, my <laughs> kid went to high school with his kid. And I, I was freaking out, you know. But it wasn't like that. You walk in and there's a door on each side. You just walk into a, to a wall. Yeah. There's a door on each side. And this bell goes off when you, when you open the door. <laughs> the so, jerk off bell. And it says right there, big sign says, just wait here. Okay. So... About 30 seconds later, one of the doors opens, little little Chinese girl. How do you hey. know? Huh? How do you know she's Chinese? Well, she looks Chinese. She tell her name started with a Z, her next? No, she gave no names. There's no fucking names. No. So come in here. How long do you want? Do you want uh, 40 minutes, half hour? And I said, yeah, just give me a half hour. She said, okay, $40. Right up front, $40. Mm-hmm. Boom. Give her the $40. In the room is a, a massage table. Come down. Looks clean. There's a radio and there's this uh, one of those little fucking uh, uh, you know, tranquility fountains that's re- it's supposed to relax you. Okay. Yeah. So. Sounds relaxing. I take my clothes off, except my underwear. 
I leave my underwear on and I lay on the bed. There's a hole in it, you know, like the fucking massage movies. So all of a sudden she comes in, she goes, you ready? Or she says it from outside the curtain. That was my first fucking thing I didn't like. There was no door, mm-hmm. just a fucking curtain. So you can hear everything that was going on out there. Now, I didn't hear I didn't hear any other guys oh. in there. I didn't hear any other guys in there. I didn't hear any other people in there. No talking or well, anything. How many people are moaning when they get jerked off? Uh, I, I mean, w- I think that's I a didn't. freaky thing. Yeah, I miss what I mean. I don't think that's like a normal thing anyways. I hope it is. I really hope it is. <laughs> I hope you sitting in there and there's somebody like, but oh. I'm thinking if those will- women are willing to jerk you off, if you pay enough, they're probably willing to fuck you too. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. That's what I think. Okay, so I w- th- like I said, I'm going in for the experience this time. And uh, so I'm laying down there and she comes walking in. And she goes, oh, you ready? I'm like, yeah. And she, uh, first thing she does is puts her finger inside the waistband of my underwear and snaps him. Mm-hmm. You take off. Okay, so I take him off. She goes, you want hard or medium? Scarf for the accent. But Can I- you say no? Because I'm personally me who's not going to get jerked off. I also don't want her to see my flabby ass. I'm just keeping you my could, underwear on. You could say no. And if she I'm- say take it off, I'm saying no, bitch. Keep my underwear on. You're not touching that part anyways. Well, at this part, I think- I wouldn't know, have called her a bitch. The way I think things work is that $40 yeah, you give maybe. her goes to the house, and then yeah. anything she gets out of you, she gets to keep. So anyway. So you don't think she gets an hourly? No. Really? You no. think this bitch just literally does not get paid unless she jerks you off? I think most of those places are full of related people. But they don't get paid? Well, you might get They just get work a all day, get free fucking massages all day unless you rub and tug a fella? I thought that was just the only way they were going to make extra money. Well, but- Outside th- of a regular tip but, tip. Let me finish this story and you'll understand a little bit. Okay. I'm just, you know. So, God, we she need says, do you want hard, medium, or soft? Uh-huh. And I said, well, I don't want to go with hard. Let's just go medium. So then she covers me with this sheet yeah, from like the middle of my back to my knees. And she just starts giving me a massage. Now, it's obvious that this woman had no professional training or anything, but still felt really fucking good. Yeah, massage is a massage for the most part. Yeah. I mean, know? she's getting in there. You I understand know, she's doing medical all massage and everything. And but... blah, blah, blah. And she's doing everything and she hasn't touched anything. She's doing the back, the neck, the shoulders. So she's you doing say the ass. A cover, you're covered. So she's, there's a cover in between the touch. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's grinding, grinding, Is that grinding. normal? I don't know. I don't either. I'm not a massage enthusiast. Yeah. So she's doing my ass, back, everything, and it's feeling really good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is worth $40. And uh, all of a sudden, the sheet comes off. About 20 minutes into it, the sheet comes off. She's rubbing my legs, my ass, and then all of a sudden, here's the crack of my ass. The fingers just slide up the middle of the crack. Okay? Yeah. Looking for a reaction, I'm sure. So I gave her one. Uh, you gave a. Uh. I gave her a little moan. You gave an uh. Basically, from what people have told me about those things, is you have to let them know that it's okay. You gave an uh. I gave That's her a funny moan. because yeah. I just can't see it. You were saying that you didn't hear anything from the other rooms. I gave her a very small uh. So that there was uh, music the, in the radio. Uh, no, the rooms are you know one here, twenty feet later there's okay. another one. So they have to be a right. screamer yeah, you're not on top of. All right. Okay. So anyway, she she rubs between the crack of my ass, then she's doing the legs, and uh oh, finger rubs up against my nuts. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. She say. So then she keeps rubbing, keeps rubbing. Next thing you know, the finger's sliding up and down the nuts. It's going more in the crack, and she said, "This okay?" <laughs> this okay. I said, "That okay." <laughs> That's so she's going like this. Okay, so lady. she's just she's you know rubbing the legs, but she doesn't stay on the dick or nuts or anything. She goes back to the legs and ooh rubs up there. I think maybe they're waiting for you to get hard. I don't know. Yeah. So after about five minutes of the butt area, she goes, "Ooh, you want wet towel?" 
hot towel. I'm like, yeah, I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because she had oils and lotions on me and whatnot. So then uh, she said, oh, roll over. And she goes and she comes back with this wet towel. And she puts it on my chest and rubs right up against my dick. Points at it and goes, you owe me massage? And points to the dick. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so she <laughs> Massage me cock. So she goes around this little thing and on her little table and picks up a, a this bottle of oil like this. And literally just fucking hoses. You said it was like in like a ketchup jar. Like it looked a, like a ketchup jar. Like would you be at the the local diner and they had the, like red, the red one? Yeah, that's what it looked like. Except it just... was clear. <laughs> and so basically she squirts it that's on my surgical, dick. surgical, dude. I like that. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. She reaches under. She's playing with the nuts. Mm-hmm. She's playing with the ass crack. And all of a sudden she just starts a stroking. Mm-hmm. And she two-handed it? Two-handed it. All right, nice. And fucking looking at it, like oh. concentrating. Staring at it. Make sure the snake didn't bite. And... um. She's just going to town, and I'm fucking like this. You know, I'm just relaxing. Greatest moment of my life. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I come. It's just going down her arm and fucking yeah. her hand and all that. And she's just milking the fucker. Mm-hmm. Milking it. Did you shoot normal or shoot more than normal because it's an exciting moment? It shot about or, six, eight inches in okay. the air. So it, ooh, oh, she went, oh. <laughs> she gave it a little yeah, giggle. Yeah, she gave it a little giggle. <laughs> so then when I was done nutting, she milked out every drop oh. and uh, go, leaves the room, comes back with this wet, soapy towel and just cleans me off. Best part of the fucking experience. All right. Cleans me off, blah, blah, blah. She said, thank you. I said, sure. So she leaves. I get dressed. She comes back in. She's obviously standing there waiting for the tip. I didn't know how much to tip. I don't know. I know some. I know a guy that went in there. He said, like, 40 is standard, mm-hmm. but he only gives 20 and gets a funny look usually when he does. <laughs> cheap motherfucker. So I said, I'm going in the middle. I pull out 30 bucks. I'm like, this is Let's hold back for one second and rip on this motherfucker. He said, knowing damn well 40 is standard. That means that's the standard. That's like going to the restaurant and saying 20%. That's the standard. I know it's 20% and I tip 20%. He's saying, I know it's 40% or $40 and he tips 20 half. That's the 10% tipper at the restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. That's the fucking asshole. (laughs) I met in the middle. I pulled out 30. He works for tips. Because this guy, basically, I've been told by him and another guy. You're an asshole. That you, they, you heard the standard was 40. More, they will 30. basically let you know, hey, more, more. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So I pulled out 30 and I handed it to her. She gave me a smile. Yeah. A little hug and said, thank you. Okay. Well, yeah. So I'm like, that's cool. You're on the west side. And now I'm like, okay, now I've got to walk out this building facing the street. Who's driving by? You know what I mean? Who's going to see me You're coming out about of this that, fucking huh? thing? Yeah. You just told the story. On a fucking podcast that's going to be available for anyone on the internet to see. And you were worried about someone driving by and seeing yourself walk out? Well, no. The people I'm worried about are not That's not going to make any sense. No matter what you say, that's not going to make any fucking sense. Well, you thought your fucking auntie was going to drive by? Well, no, I thought maybe. They're in buttfuck Ohio. They ain't driving by the West Side massage parlors. I don't know. But either way, I ended up spending $70 in there. All right. Got a halfway decent massage and a hand job. Yeah. Worth the money to me. Are you a returning customer? Uh, no, because no. I'm just not going to give you 30 bucks for a hand job. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I love <laughs> just not going to give you thirty bucks. I loved the massage, but as you said, the massage was decent. And if you go to a regular uh, masseuse, it was decent for forty dollars. Okay, it was decent for decent forty dollars. Money that's different. That extra thirty on the end of it, yeah. You know, I can jerk myself off. It felt the same, <laughs> except I don't use a fucking tub of oil. And, yeah, I don't got the ketchup and, bottle. Yeah, full of I don't have that. Uh, and um, am I glad I went? Yeah, I'm I, not a two hander either. My, oh no, she was. No, I'm saying if I'm like jerking myself job, off, dude. I'm not. Oh, no, I'm quick. And I'm definitely not looking at it. But I definitely tried to hold the nut back a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to get the get full your money experience. Worth. Yeah. yeah. And she's just. Talk her into edging you. Well, I was just. You five, know, five extra if you edge. You know what I actually, <laughs> what I actually thought about? I wonder how it would go if I just grabbed the back of her head and pushed it down. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. suck it instead. Yeah, I wonder if there can be a price. Uh, I'm sure there's a price. Yeah, I wonder how you communicate that, though. I don't know, but um, suck it, suck it. I knocked it off my bucket list. Yeah, um, <laughs> your bucket list. I uh, got a decent massage. I felt pretty good when I left there, and I got whacked off. Yeah. So uh, now it sounds like a win. It was a win. Uh, so my first uh, Asian massage parlor, uh, probably my last, but my first, I give it two thumbs up. Now, see, I would, and think- she was not mm-hmm. unattractive. She was a very attractive younger woman. She was probably. 35, 36, attractive. I, I, the person that goes back over and over again to the same place to get jerked off for 70 bucks is kind of weird to me. But the person that now continues the journey and goes to many different ones to see the variety, just to see if it happens sometimes for that thrill, I can understand that. I can understand chasing the thrill like, oh, I went to that one. Now let's see if this one has and let's see what they're... You know what I mean? Like yeah. what they charge, if they're better at it, if it's a better looking girl, oh, maybe it's a fucking pig. That could be fun too. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I, I understand the chase being a something I could get into, but actually going back and forth to the same customer or the funny, to the same place, that's the, a little weird. The to things me. that were weird to me. And, and this but girl, your thing, this girl was actually pretty cool. She uh-huh. was like laughing and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Didn't understand one fucking word of it. That's another thing, man. I would love to have one of these ladies on the show. You know, that tells about the experience. Tells about anyone could, that got super creepy about it. Without a translator. Well, that's what I mean. You got the All she knew ones. was how long, mm-hmm. hot, soft. I thought you said you faked a five to her at first. That made me laugh. Faked a five? Yeah, oh, like yeah. I pulled out a five as a joke. And then she's like. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you gave her the five. Yeah, I pulled out a. I, I went like this with a five, pulled yeah. it out, and she kind of looked at it and then rolled her eyes. And then I pulled out the. Did she ask if you were going to tip before she jerked or after? Um, after, after, man. See, I'd have the hard hustle before the jerk, just to make sure. Oh no, there was because no there discussion be... of money after. Why well, no? But when the before you got the lube, basically, that's what I would mean. Like, if I'm the if I'm the jerker in this situation, old fucking JJ jerk job was in the in the back giving jerk jobs all night. I'm gonna you know allude to the fact that I offer one like she did, but then as soon as you basically approve it go you tip that's what i'm asking because if they're not tipping oh. me not jerking you know what right. i mean so like uh, that seems like in it you know at that point what are you going to get mad that she hard hustled a jerk job and like go give her a bad yelp review well, the funny, I doubt thing, it. funny thing you is know? you could technically tip nothing and say bye thank that's you that's what i mean that's why at least and even then you could you could say i'm gonna tip you and after it didn't go <laughs> gotcha yeah jerks on you yeah and then walk out the door you're right but that's probably less gonna happen than if you ask you know, and they say no. Yeah, there was no, no discussion of money prior. Yeah, there has to be a discussion, man. You need. Yeah, to, when I whipped out the five, she, she looked at it and rolled her eyes because she was eyeballing my wallet when I yeah. pulled it out. 
And then I pulled out 25 more. And there you go. And she, oh, thank you, blah, blah, blah. But it was funny. She was, she was pleasant. I mean, she wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, fucking assembly line or anything. She was mm-hmm. trying to make small talk in her broken English. And, and when she, I, I jerked off, when I fucking butted, busted the nut, she went, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it wasn't uncomfortable as I thought it would be. It was uncomfortable as fuck until she covered me with the sheet and started rubbing me. I'm like, hey, this is a real fucking massage I'm getting here. I thought, honestly, what I expected in there <coughs> is to go in there, have her basically do this on my back for about 30 seconds, and then go, you want that? You know what I mean? I yeah, expect, you thought it was going to be a Let's get to massage. the jerk up. It wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't bad at all. So, like I said, two thumbs up. Uh, actually, we're going to give it 2.5 boners on the scale. Yeah, um, we need to get more people in here with Rub and Tug experience, though, because I got a feeling not all of them go this smoothly. I was not mm. fully erect. Oh, really? I was three quarters. Really? But I knew it wasn't going anywhere else. And that's where I guess for my fucking... I told you, if a girl wants to come over and blow me and says, that's it, I'm probably going to say no, because I need the puss. I don't... don't, Me and Nate discuss this. We don't believe you. Well, I don't really give a fuck (laughs) what you and Nate believe. I think it's a waste of my time for you to come over and blow me. I need puss if I'm going to be doing it. I need puss. (laughs) All right. We got to get to these because we got a bunch. Okay. Which is weird. Well, we got a bunch. I'm digging Email. Hey guys, that's right. We got some motherfucking emails, which we never really get. If you're watching the show right now, though, you can always email us at shutupcincinnati at gmail.com. I got the little thing there to remind you at the bottom of the screen if you're listening. Don't be a fucking idiot. Just put at gmail.com at the end of our name. Shutupcincinnati at gmail.com. This is not a hard concept, you idiots. Um, Maybe have, not insult them though, right before I ask for things. That's uh, that's always the bad thing I do. I I've I think we I think this. the tampon should dance a little. Um, I don't have that kind of skill. Dancing tampon. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about sports the last two weeks because of the NFL draft, and it's pissed off one of our regular listeners. So old Vernon Schillinger from jail wrote us once again. You motherfuckers. I just got out of the hole and caught up on your shows. What the fuck? I'm sure Chris had to hide his heart on with all that ass play talk from that Fruit Loop a couple weeks ago. I am far from a racist. I hate everyone, especially you two self-serving, hating white fucks. You two clowns side with blacks no matter what. All races are assholes. Get a clue. Next, I love sports. I don't like listening to you two unathletic, fat, sloppy fucks act like they know what they're talking about. It's Wednesday the 26th, and book it, the Bengals are trading their first-round pick. You fuck that one up, Vern, you dumb cunt. Dumbass. Anyways. Third, I know you have family in the trans community. I'm not going to shit on your kid. I'm not that low. I honestly hope your kid is happy and lives the best life they possibly can. My question is, what is your take on men transitioning to women to play sports? Should a trans woman be able to compete in women's division in the UFC? All right, we'll get to these questions in a second. Last but certainly not least, you two state puff marshmallow man (laughs) looking motherfuckers can Kindly fuck off now. Regards, Vern. So, uh, yeah, he just ended by calling us fat again. At least he said regards. Yeah, I don't know why he's, I don't know. You're not that fat. I'm losing weight. Dude, I'm the 
You're Skinniest I've been since 2014. And I'm not that fat. Which is still fat, but it's been a long time since I've maybe been this Vern's, fucking Maybe Vern's fat. listening instead of watching. He doesn't see that we've shrunk down. <clears throat> maybe, yeah, you know what I mean? He probably doesn't have good internet access. No, he probably in, got in the hole and shit. Uh, as far as, the, you're, you're wrong about the Bengals pick, you idiot. And the trans thing. Um, dude, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Men trans- transitioning to play women's sports. Okay, just in general, I don't know. Should a trans woman be able to compete in a woman's division of UFC? I will say yes there. But there's a caveat to that. These guys are independent contractors. So if any lady says they don't want to fight this person, I ain't mad at them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if, if they say they don't want to fight someone that transitioned from a male to a female, I get it. And then okay, you get no fights that, and you have to find something that's else That's fine. Do. But if another woman signs on to fight a trans woman... Okay, I have no issue with that. Both of them agreed to do it. I this don't care. This all stems from that swimmer. And well, there's there's been a but, lot of things. There's the been thing some women that fight in the UFC before, trans women. So as trans friendly as I am mm-hmm. with my son and all that, I definitely 150 percent think they have a physio- physiological advantage there. I and do, I, and I'm really not for it. I it's just I think it just depends so much on the particular case. Well, I they think have it has rules. to be looked at as a case by case perspective almost because or. You have to be taking female hormones yes. for a designated period of time. That's that's kind of my thing. Like, but I, what I, I'm saying is, if you've got this crazy muscle, uh, and then you take the female hormones, you're still going to have a lot of that muscle. And um, I guess I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know how this works. Uh, well, the thing about it is that that man who transitioned into a woman, uh, that swimmer, uh, yeah, won a few races, but lost a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's not like well, there's yet. I think like there'd be a girl champ, come right? in there and really kick ass. You might have some girls win a competition here or there. You might have had a champion or two, but no one's like came out and really like broke the record books. Right. Where I really need to give a shit. Well, you know what I mean, now are they saying I mean, in the future this happens more often? That are showing it. I'm not for the guy that all of a sudden puts on a wig and doesn't change anything else and plays women's sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I feel like these people are looking for is that like. Someone that really breaks the barrier and you, you got fucking all of a sudden Tim Tebow putting on a wig and joining the WNBA or some dumb shit and they act like that's going to happen tomorrow. That's not the case with most of these. These are people right. that have been transitioning for years, not just so they could be better at fucking tennis. Right. You know, I mean, they, they transition because that's what they feel in their heart. And I've yet to see an and they example. they want to play a sport. And I've yet to see an example where they pointed out someone that didn't do that every time i've looked into any of these kind of things these are people that have been doing it for a while it didn't look like they were just doing it to be better at whatever fucking dumb sport they're in i think these assholes think people are actually out there doing it going through that much kind of chemical um you know all the pills you have to take all the physical transformations you got to do everything just to be better at a sport i guess the only only thing that bothers me male way to think about things anyway i agree uh you know the fact that you have to be on estrogen for i think it's two years might even be three yeah and that does bring a lot of feminine qualities to you Mm -hmm. but the only thing that bothers me about this whole fucking argument um you know me being trans friendly trans has nothing to do with it when little girls want to play sports with boys if they're told no it's a lawsuit yeah. My daughter wants to play baseball, not softball. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's the difference? You're hypocrites. You're making the boys play with the girls, but you're not allowing the girls to play with a trans girl. Yeah. You're fucking hypocrites. 
If your little daughter thinks she wants to be a wrestler and she's strong and you think she can compete, you're going to go to the fucking school board. You're going to get a lawyer. My daughter wants to be on that boy's team. Mm -hmm. And you're going to force it down our throats. So what's wrong with it going the other way? And, and again, it's never the best athlete in, in the sport that's doing this. No. The star quarterback's all of a sudden not going to become the star volleyball player. Right. You know what I mean? That's not the way this usually works. So to freak out and act like that's what's actually going on, it's just fucking dumb. Because it's, it's just. Because it's the just one time there was actually mad. a girl played college football, she mm-hmm. was a kicker. You know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. She wants to play. Uh, you know, the law says this, blah, blah, blah. She plays. Let's say hypothetically is a bobbled snap and some fucking 300 pound guy just lays her out. He's labeled a shithead for the rest of his fucking life. Look what you did to that fucking girl, whether you know you like it or not. It, it, it's so fucking hypocritical the way these assholes are thinking. Yeah, but They're, that's that's also speaking in hypotheticals because it's never happened. But, but I, I and I don't know if I would label this guy as some horrible person. He tackled a football player. That's kind of what you. But signed what up I'm for. saying is like on uh, there was a. In our school district, there's a girl that's a wrestler. She's in middle school, and, and uh, her parents went jumped through hoops so she could wrestle on the boys' team. Mm-hmm. Now, according to you know these fucking crazy people that are against the trans women doing this, they're like, she deserves every right. Well, why? He deserves. She deserves every right too to play the this sport. It's they're never the world champion. You know what I mean? No, you're not talking about a fucking. Uh, Max Scherzer saying I'm trans now That's and I want to play on the female softball Olympic team. It, it, that doesn't happen that way. This just seems like shit that politicians use to stir up everybody. That's exactly what it and is. And you're falling into it if you fucking care that much. And your point, was, your point was exactly right with yeah. the UFC. If nobody wants to fight her, they don't fight her. But that's anybody. You don't have to fight anybody in the UFC. And, and that's why it's such you know? a good point. But yeah. like if, you know, if a, a trans woman... Uh, goes to college and says, I want to play on the volleyball team. I happen to be 6'7", you know, blah, blah, blah. The other teams are going to go, fuck this. That's not fair. Well, if that happens, then it happens. But, I, you know, until that happens, I don't really give a shit. I don't so, either. you know, I don't like... I don't like planning in hypotheticals. I don't like going worst case scenario if this happens. Okay, well, we should just cancel everything. Yeah. Until it's a fucking issue, who gives a shit? And when I'm it becomes you. an issue, address it as that issue, not as a whole thing. Who fucking knows? But, I'm right there with you. All right, fuck you, Vern. Next set, get pussy wrote in. We haven't Woo! heard him for a while. I love me some get pussy, but let's see if he has anything to say. Because let's admit it, towards the end of get pussy's reign as the champion of Shut Up Cincinnati, he kind of started to suck. And he knows that. Quit drinking, dude. Quit drinking. So let's see if he's back on his shit. What are your guys' thoughts on people that piss at urinals and pull their dicks out of the bottom of their shorts? I've never quite understood this one and think that people that do this are weird. And do you know anyone that personally that uses this method? Uh, Pulls it out the bottom of the shorts? I don't think I have the ability to do this unless I pulled my pants up real far. I wear longer shorts well, and I don't have a long shorts. dick. You could hike the maybe basketball, basketball shorts, shorts is fine, but I would never do it. I would definitely not do it because I think there's a lot more uh, room for error there. You're going to get pee on your leg, That's probably. What I mean, yeah, pee on your shorts. Yeah, uh, I'm not for it. I think if you had like a giant dick, like a super long dick, maybe you could do that. But I mean, you still have to hold it. So yeah, why not just pull it out the normal way and yeah. have control. You pull it out underneath, you don't have the control. I, well, yeah. You're going to pee on yourself. Unless you got one of those super bendy dicks like Ryan does, apparently. You know, yeah. He can turn corners if he wants it to. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. They're, that's weird. People, I think people uh, one that ball weird. Rusty probably pees that way. <laughs> Who knows about old one ball? And I wouldn't be surprised if Harry got peed that way. We'll get to him. 
I'd like to take question number two and turn it into a fuck you to the group of people out there in the world that like to clog up gas station lines to cash in. What the fuck? Lottery tickets. Well, that's what it says, but it says all in gear, all in gear, dollar scratch off lottery tickets to turn in Powerball tickets where the cashier, where they tell the cashier all the numbers they want to play and they have to name, put them in manually. And if you're not playing the $20 tickets or higher, get the fuck out of the line and stop wasting everyone's life. I kind of agree with them there. Yeah, I do too hate that. I really hate that. But that's why a lot of them have started putting in those lottery machines. You know, you those can, moder- lottery machines have been around for 20 years and still some of them don't use that. And that's what drives me more crazy is because yeah. it's an option like the self checkout line. Basically you can do that, but you can also go to the fucking cashier and these dumb cunts. Cause you have to be kind of a dumb cunt if you're doing this anyways, but these dumb cunts are doing it and clogging up the line. Cause they don't want to use the machine. So fuck them. I agree with him. I agree. Yeah. Fuck them. All right, have you guys ever intentionally eaten some or intentionally ever eaten something spicy and then decided to munch on a girl's box to see what happens? <laughs> no. I've never done it no. intentionally, but fuck? I have done it. Have you? Well, me and his, uh me and a buddy here one time went out to dinner. We went to a uh mm-hmm. uh a, a Thai place. Yep. Hotter than fuck. My mouth was on fire. I didn't know you and Buddy were dinner types. Uh, every now and then, we're just buddies, really. I know. I mean, it's, it, okay, go on. Um, so we went back. We, I think I met her there. We went and ate Thai food, and it was so fucking hot. And then we came back, and I ate her butt. Mm-hmm. And did she notice? Um, didn't seem to. Okay. I yeah. I guess I, the capsaicin had worn off. Nothing. If it ever happened, that I never knew it happened. Yeah. I mean, I've I mean, eaten, I've never like taken a jalapeno and shoved it in a hole or anything and said, I've "Hey, how's that feel?" Munched box and ate spicy things in the same night. But yeah, yeah I've never you know took in a fucking bite of Indian food and went ah you, you know, know I, I, or it's still sitting in my I mouth. I think what he's saying is, hey, have you ever put a drop of ghost pepper fucking yeah. chili and then licked right away? You no, ever, I've never done that. You ever a hot wing challenge while you're eating pussy? Like, no, we haven't. You ever shove a flat, flat in there and the <laughs> here, fuck take is this? this guy up? All right. Uh, additionally, the ferry boy needs a hobby and frankly a life. If I ever get the chance to take a trip to Barcelona or anywhere in Spain for that matter, I'm not spending one second of it in a basement playing steel tip darts where the first prize is a measly 400 pounds. I'll be hanging out at the nude beach doing da- or doing pills in I- Ibiza and getting fed green olives off the fucking branch. Regards, get pussy 69. For one thing, let's call him out real quick. Okay. Because didn't this cunt go to Barcelona for one day one just day. to see a soccer match? Yeah. You're telling me that's not as gay as he playing He flew darts? in and out the same day. I yeah, believe. no, no, dude. That's just <clears throat> as bad. Yeah. That's just as dorky. Sorry to let as you a matter know there, fact, get pussy. That is just as fucking dorky as darts. I think it's dorkier. Maybe. Because Harry, Harry, Harry guy Harry is went on nude for beaches. a week. He went to the nude beach. He went yeah. to some bars, yeah. and then he played his darts. He but definitely had some fun. He had some fun while he was there. Yeah. So I, I'm fact, saying you're dorkier than Harry guy. I have, you know, being friends with Harry guy on the old Facebooks, I have seen more pictures outside of the dart world than inside of the dart world. Thumbs up to Harry guy for that part of his dorky. This thing. morning he sent me, he perved me a picture of a yeah, woman on a nude beach. I was going to get to that, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I think. I think Harry Guy wins this one, but I do too. I, I think you should. I don't sat even think back. it's close. Even you, though I do kind of agree that it's crazy to go to all the way to fucking Spain to play in a tournament where the first prize is only four hundred pounds. I don't. He got a free plane ticket. He paid for his hotel. That's a vacation to Europe, dude. No, I get his part, but I mean, I don't think he's really part of the Dart team, is he? I think it's just one dude. Oh, he didn't even play. I don't know. We'll ask him when he gets back. No, they were in front of a. 
a banner, and he was on there. And- Anyone could stand in front of a fucking banner. All right. Anyways, that hairy guy did write us in, though. And he's in Spain wasting his time writing us. So I do like that. I, I appreciate that. Uh, shout out to you there, hairy guy. Now we're going to fucking rip on you, probably. Boys, I just listened to episode one six or 170 of the Suck Podcast. I have some insight on this country that you'd only get if you were here. First off, and let's remind everybody, he's in fucking Spain when he's writing this. First off, the driving here is fucking terrible. You thought me wanting an Uber rider was bad? <clears throat> that isn't the half of it. You know these things called sidewalks? They don't exist here. You drive on that shit anytime you want. People just drive on sidewalks over there? I don't know. I've don't never either. been there. All right. And secondly, the stereotype that Spaniards have nice asses? Myth busted. Latinos and Spaniards are not equal, and neither are the size of their rears. Asians, however, are just as beautiful as they are everywhere. Well... Yeah, I guess Asians all look the same. And I don't really consider, uh, like, Mexicans and Spanish people to be the same thing. So, like you just said, Latinos and Spaniards are different. I never really thought of the Spanish culture having great Latino butts. is South America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I thought of them having awesome asses, but I didn't really thought now, of Europeans having nice asses. The thing about it is no one loves to tee off on Harry Guy more than I do. Oh, yeah. Except he's, he's my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, proud to say you're my friend. I like you. You're a nice guy. But you do dorky shit. But. Oh, total nerd. So he goes to Spain, which I'm all in favor for. Fucking Spain's supposed to be one of the coolest places on earth. Mm-hmm. He sends me a picture this morning. He's at the beach. There's a woman just hanging with her tits out, and he pervs her with a picture, which yeah. I appreciate. It's probably creepy on the beach, but I thank you for it. Super creepy move. But I dude. thank you for it. Yeah, and that's a super creepy move. Well, it is. But He's uh, taking nude pictures of a woman without asking on a beach that those the, usually the rules on those beaches are no pictures. You know what I mean? That's usually the fucking rule because they don't want to, you want to go there and be free, you know? I'm thinking that Harry Guy took that picture for me. You think? Yeah. I think he has a Rolodex of those pictures and he's going to go home and use them for his spank bank material for the next fucking two years because it's not like he's going to see a regular pussy. Yeah. This is the best he's getting, man. In fact, he went all the way to Spain and he obviously had some lap dances. It's expensive as fuck for a lap dance here. I did, however, rate the chicken tender six out of ten just so <laughs> I could tell our best known customer how they were, which leads me to this. There are no craps tables in the casino. Hell, there's only continuous shuffle shoes here and you don't, act- or you don't actually handle chips. What the hell was this place? Insight for Chris. There are sex stores in broad daylight, as well as people walking around asking if you want to sniff coke with them. Jason might approve of that. No, I don't. I don't do drugs like that. Jesus Christ, I don't want to do no coke with a Spaniard. And by the way, I don't know if if fucking hairy guys ever looked around. They got sex stores in America, and they're open during the daytime. All over. Uh, Broad daylight. You can go buy a fucking 10-inch black dildo right now. Yeah. Maybe not today. It's Sunday. They, They close for Jesus. But otherwise, they're open. Yeah, All right. I, I mean, I they're probably a little bit. Uh, Danny Sontag was in England mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, and he sent me a picture of a of a sex shop. Yeah, when he was walking, and maybe they're a little bit more out in the open. Like it, it like said for like for the, the ba- for the bizarre and weird kind of thing on mm-hmm. there, which right up my fucking alley. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're a creep. Uh, I'm not a creep. I'm I'm open minded. You're an 80s rapist. I am. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. But Harry Guy sends me this picture of the tits, and I, you know, is even if it is considered creepy, I thank you for it. Uh, I love nice little perky tits. Probably a European gal just got her phone over her shoulder, uh, showing me her tits. And then he tells me that on their like second night there, that the bartender at the bar roofied his buddy's wife. Yeah, he's getting to that in the email. Oh. Um, my friend's wife was roofied by a bartender, of which she came ultra-aggressive and tried to kill him and another girl, was asked by a creep if he could buy her. 
It's only day four out of 12. The darts officially start today. And that was it. That's all he wrote. Um, but yeah, apparently his, uh, his friend was roofied and she tried to kill the- Why would a bartender roofie you? He can't fuck you. He's working. Maybe the friend roofied. Maybe a customer standing at the bar roofied. Yeah, my friend's wife. Ah, why would you roofie your wife? That'd be dumb. Yeah, and why would you, a bartender do it? You're behind the bar. Yeah, I don't really get that either. Fellas, if you're going to roofie somebody, plan on fuck it. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dr. Fittenall said. You know, but that's the thing about uh, about traveling. You, you don't know what kind of shit goes on in these other places. I mean, maybe it's not an actual roof and all because the roof and all that I've heard of uh, pretty much makes the woman pass out. I have been drugged once, and I don't know what. The only time I've ever been drugged, as far as I know, and I, it was out of a joint, so I don't know what exactly it was. But I hit a joint with a stranger at Riverbend, and I don't really remember about an hour after that. But after that, I remember it. But I remember not having control of my body, and I would just fall randomly. My bet it, it was ketamine. Who knows what it was? It was a great time. Ketamine really was a was. big thing that they were lacing weed with. <clears throat> that might have been it. I, I've done ketamine. I've snorted ketamine on its own. It's and a, it was, it's a tranquilizer. I mean. Yeah, it, it was a lot like a really heavy painkiller that hit you really fast. Kind that of was, sounds like that's what you had. Yeah. I, but that's not how I compare to that, that situation. But I was also drinking and everything else that night, so who fucking knows? But that was the only time I've been drugged unknowingly. Because there was no way. I, if I remember right, I had four beers that night. And then regular weed, which yeah, that doesn't affect me. Four beers and some weed is not going to make me pass out and yeah. flop around like a, a nut. So I was definitely drugged. Who knows what it was? Me and my girlfriend at the time were drugged. Um, didn't work out, though. But we did get But ag- that guy was smoking the she, same weed. She did get aggressive. Really? Oh, yeah. Me and her got in a big fight. And then my uh, crazy friend that uh, burnt the cross upside down in him, I let him drive me home, which is fucking absolutely hilarious because he, didn't, he had his, didn't have a license because he had like nine DUIs. He was shit-canned. I remember being on the drive home completely out of my mind just laughing as he's swerving all over these fucking back roads going about 85 and my fucking parents and Paula. Um, <laughs> I don't, hey, I'm glad I don't I'm alive. think I've ever been drugged. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, but I'm a guy. You know, no one tried to touch my butthole or anything, so it worked out well. But let's get to the second part of that fucking letter. The guy said, can I buy you? <laughs> I could say that to someone though, just in passing. So don't maybe, you know, just but maybe pre- with the with the the language barrier is yeah. a way of him thinking she was a hooker and saying, maybe hey, that, you know what I mean? Maybe buy you a drink and just the language barrier. Well, can I buy you? Up. Like, hey, can I fuck you? Can or, I buy you? Who knows? I, I like that part there. I, but again, I, I could see myself being drunk in a bar, just fucking around with someone that was came in on, from a foreign country. I'm like, hey, you gonna buy you? You know, just well, I mean, around. who knows? So Some who knows? girl from I a foreign country friend. comes over here that. And and I try to say in her language something like "Hey, you a hooker?" Might sound weirder than that. I don't know how to speak. I speak apparently have language. some kind of weird something in me because I had a dream the other night that I murdered a family. Yeah, no, you're gonna give me that look right off the bat. Now let me put in a little bit of a. <laughs> <laughs> let me give us a little bit of backstory. Oof. I had recently read a book right about a cult, and what they would do. It, it, they started out, their whole belief is that sickness brings out honesty, that uh, really bad shit brings out honesty in you. So the cult would take chemo. They killed themselves basically with chemo. They didn't have anything wrong with them, but they would all get on chemo to the point of they've almost died just puking constantly. And that made them the most pure and brought out their honesty or whatever. And then one of the cult members decided that a good way to also do this would basically go to these families' houses. They called it like the Great Awakening, where once they, once every so often they go to the, a family's house and kill all the family members besides one, leave them alive. And that gives that fucking family member complete freedom and a new start. 
obviously crazy, but I had just read the book and then I had a fucking dream that night that I was part of this cult. And I remember going into this house with these four strangers. Yes. And I remember them going straight to go kill the kids and me going, well, I'm not killing kids. So I went the other way. Killed the parents? Yes. And I went for the mom and dad and went to go kill them. Now, one of the kids lived. And I remember having this. It's such a fucked so up So now that kid's got total freedom yeah, well, to go to foster care this, this, and uh, and not be able to support himself and to go live with a strange family hey, and be in the system. I didn't say I supported the book. It was just I just <laughs> read the book, so it was in my mind, obviously. Yeah. And it was the weirdest fucking dream because I remember- Did you shoot them? Uh, no, stab. I remember stabbing, and you know those weird dreams where you're yeah. fucking in fights or stabbing people, and like it doesn't really hurt them, but it does, and then they're dead, but then they're not. Who knows? You know, everybody gets those dreams, right? You never <laughs> had a murder dream? No. You never killed anyone in your dreams? No. I've never killed anyone in my dreams until this dream. Like, well, that. then why is it so surprising that I've never? But had But I've one. had fights and like stabs and shots and stuff like that, but I've I don't, never. No. But they always result in nothing. I've had like I'll have dreams where I need to shoot a gun and my gun don't shoot. That happens a lot. I've had dreams where it's happened to me. Yeah. Where, you know, I was being I've had those too. But I've never had one where I was doing it somewhere. You never had a dream never. where you shot or, or stabbed or, or even no. beat someone up? No. You've never had a beat up dream? Only me getting beat up. Really? I've never had a violent dream. Are, no. you, are you a pussy in your subconscious? No. Because uh, I take control of my subconscious, obviously. I'm out there murdering I'm not a pussy. I just uh uh, I find that weird. Now, I did find it super weird on myself to have that dream, and I based it based on the fact that I read these books right before I go to sleep, and I read it two weeks in a row, you know, and then eventually I had a dream that somehow got in there. So I don't consider myself a full psycho for it, but I feel a little different after having that dream. You know, I've never killed anyone in my dreams before, but well, I've had plenty of dreams where there's been gunfights or knife fights, and I imagine just from watching violent television and stuff. Well, yeah, and that's all around. And but- it's always, though, in my dreams, it's always you can't, pull the trigger i can never do it and not that i don't want to it's just like the gun just don't work all of a sudden and they shoot me or you know the knife i stab them but it doesn't even hurt and then they get me like shit like that yeah i've just never had one where i was attacking somebody yeah well you're missing out bud those are some fun dreams i think i'd wake up in a cold sweat uh this one scared me it was weird i woke up yeah. weird because the, like i said the, the dream ended with killing them and then i remember leaving and seeing the one kid left alone at the front door just like looking at us in horror as we left so i was like yeah. oh that's not only very cinematic so i must have had some great weed that night but sounds like a movie <clears throat> yes is why i get a lot of very cinematic movie type dreams maybe you missed your calling there bud about what making movies nah fuck that man that's a lot of work you'd be like rob zombie you gotta talk to mexicans it's just not worth it <laughs> 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 All right. You got a w- w- Would You Rather or a uh, the other one that we do? The Name Your Price I right, Have, yes. Name Your Price. I've got to name your price. And this is, um, I got this from, I was watching TV yesterday, and I got this from there. Mm-hmm. Um it was YouTube, I think. I don't know if you've ever even heard of this guy. I don't remember his name. This dude travels around the world capturing the most painful bites and stings in the world oh, and then it. gets have, himself bitten. I have seen that. His name is like Wolf something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this guy. So basically, hey, I've got uh, 
here, I've got this fucking giant wasp. Mm. And he traps it. He goes across the fucking world where these mm-hmm. things are. He catches it. Like the then world's he fucking, most painful. Yeah. The top <laughs> 10 most painful. Yeah, he's good at the reactions, too. Yeah, but it's like the number one. The number two was like a bullet ant. Yeah, I know. Okay. I watched that episode, and, you know, I think. But he's got these little tweezers. Sting mm. me, sting me. And then he just fucking hits the ground every time. Oh! Just yeah. fucking screaming like he, a Do bitch. you think he ever reacts? I'm sure it hurts. No. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you have to be... Suma- uh, you have to be... You're putting on a show, obviously. Like, yeah, I, I, but, if, if this guy just took it and would, like, stoically just stood there, I don't think I would like it as much. But the fact that he's like, this is the worst. Well, no, because they generally show it, and it's usually starting to bubble up already, and it's fucking red and... Oh, don't get me wrong. I know it hurts bad. Yeah. My I whole question is... still overreacts, too, because, you know, for, for cinema, for the fact that you're doing for Probably, drama. but I would think, uh, like, the most... Painful one was some type of hornet. It was a uh, giant hornet, whatever. And he, this thing was this fucking big, dude. And, and it's stinger like this long. And uh, <coughs> I wish that juggalo did it. He's just standing there, fucking, you know, sting me. And then when it does, oh, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, fuck that. Yeah, I love this guy. My question is the top 10 most painful insect stings. You. you have to do them all. Name your price. Ooh, the top ten painful. I'm not allergic to any of them. Like, it's no, not going to kill me. Not, no, just going to hurt like a motherfucker. Uh, 10,000. 10,000 to do all ten. Yeah, I think so. That, that seems fair. Um, That's going to hurt like a motherfucker. It's not life-changing or anything, though. Uh, So, yeah, 10,000. I'm, I'm allergic to bees. So if you're going to tell me sting me with no, bees. No, no, no. Like, this is something that, that he got stung by all trying of to these. Die, he yeah. didn't say anything about allergies. And if there were, in, in your case, hypothetically, yeah. it wouldn't be. But. See, I think I'd ask for more than that. I would like more than that, but I mean, I, I think if, if push came to shove, that's what it would take. Now, See, I'm going to double it. I'm going to say okay. twenty grand. You can uh, two grand a sting. Okay. Because from what this guy said, like the top ten list, some of these will hurt for days. Yeah. That. Ooh. Yeah. This is going to hurt for about three or four fucking days. That part you know? sucks. Because you know, even though you're not going to die from the poison, there's still venom in it, and mm-hmm. it's still working through your system. And I'm thinking, it's not going to be like, oh, you bit me. Five minutes later, you're fine. Yeah. It's going to hurt. It's going to at least fuck up your whole day. Yeah. If not a couple days afterwards. So I'm going to say 2,000 a sting. I'm going 20 grand. I, yeah, I get it. I would probably do it for 10. Um, Maybe negotiate per sting. It <laughs> depends on the sting. You talk about a couple days and all of a sudden $1,000 don't sound cool. You know, if you just tell me it's going to hurt like a motherfucker gone in an hour, $1,000, sure. Oh, uh, yeah. For you know, sure. Per sting. But, but yeah, if this is something that's gone in an hour, but like th- horrible pain for four days, all right, we are going to have to talk about a little bit more. Yeah, like he got, he I got had to do my research. He got bit by this one fucking spider. Yeah. Um, And he said, going into it, it's going to hurt for about three or four days. Yeah, fuck that. Like throbbing and all that. Yeah. I'm like, that's worth more than a thousand. Yeah, that'd be awful. Um, don't you wish though it wasn't that guy and it was that juggalo that jumps from the um, the the fucking chair to the to the go fuck oh, this shit. Yeah, that fuck guy. this shit. That little clip you sent me, I swear to God, that one little fucking retarded looking old man going around. You could staple dollars to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> the jugglers. Yeah, and if you wanted to do the head or face, it had yeah. to be a five. <laughs> and it, the guy literally took a dollar, put it on his chest, and went, and, just, and he went, Ow. that don't hurt me, man. You can do my head for five. And I'm like, Jesus, these people are fucking nuts. And watching that juggalo thing, it's like, you know, because we work with a kid who is a self-claimed juggalo. Should we have him on? Yeah. Do we have juggalo Josh on? We should because he's been to the him. fucking gathering. He's been to him a few times. Well, Andy, he's a, he, he, he's a rapper or whatever, so he might want to promote his shit. 
I uh, think we should have him on. I don't, I don't know. I think we should I talk. I personally don't know the guy. I've passed him a couple times. We say hi to each other. I, I have no issue one way or the other. I don't know him. I you think know? he would come on the show and give us a full rundown of what it's like to be I at got together. questions. I do, too. I got questions, all right? But I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go just yeah, to see People it. that don't know what we're talking about, people, I, I throw out the juggalo term a lot because I grew up around ICP and I was a fan for a little bit. So I understand what a juggalo is. But a lot of people, you throw out juggalo, they don't know what we're talking about. These are people that follow ICP, the Insane Clown Posse, this rap group out of Detroit that wear clown makeup. They had six albums. This is when it started. All and, white guys. And at the sixth album, like the world was supposed to end, they had this whole fucking system and then yeah. of course it didn't happen and now they still do shit but not as much as they used to because i think violent jay one of them's like having heart attacks and shit because he's a big fatty with diabetes yeah but uh they're still out there they still show up every once in a while and they still do the gathering of the jugglers every year which is a meeting usually in michigan or ohio it's or been ohio, in ohio yeah. the last few years and where people base, basically mostly the midwest but all around the country probably oh, yeah. probably all around the world probably all around the world the juggalos come out they gather and they have this big festival where there's a bunch of the music that plays i believe josh has played at one of those i think oh, he really? did some rapping at one of them and then obviously icp headlines probably each night and does a different set and they just spend a week doing drugs and, uh and like and i said being fucking weird I as fuck was a fan of icp as a 16 year old white boy from the suburbs i thought they were funny and they are funny if you listen to the lyrics they're fucking hilarious it's just corny rap music but the lyrics are hilarious yeah I went to a lot of their shows during that period of time, and the fandom of that band is ridiculous. You mean the hardcore fans were their their merchandise? I remember they sold a hockey jersey for like hundred and fifty bucks, and that shit would sell out every fucking yeah. concert. You'd have all these people in their ICP hockey jerseys. They have uh, Fago Pop is their that's big their, thing. That's their thing. And I don't yeah. know if that's from their area or something, but it's basically poor people pop back in the day. And it's during big K. Their, during their concerts, they spray it the whole time. You don't leave an icp show without being drenched in soda yeah. it fucking sucks the guys walk around the thing with pumps and they just yeah hose people oh yeah down. yeah, yeah. Uh, but these kids would be just buying shit loads of fago they'd have all you before the show they'd be all out in the uh you know waiting to get in just pounding fago with their yeah. fucking stupid uh clown, clown makeup, makeup on. on and shit but they are so into being juggalos but and then they go to this festival and really let loose among each other drugs like you ain't never fucking seen in your life. Apparently, the big drug is whippets. Yeah, whippets and crystal meth, probably. Yeah, in meth. That group. And uh, they but do I'm sure you can get anything. Weed, yeah. You know, if you know, yeah, every weed's just everybody, so that's not a big deal. Well, but they interviewed the one guy that said he buys a pound and he rolls a thousand joints and he sells uh, two dollar joints hey, the good, whole time. He's yeah, there. good businessman right there. <clears throat> All right, but two dollars. These a- people, uh, and and I'm not meaning to insult anybody, but if you just look at it from the outside point. Of, you're going to say these are the white trashiest hillbillies you ever oh, laid Oh, by far. On. And you know what? And I'm not going to kid myself and say that when they go to these Juggalo conventions and they're filming these documentaries, they're not getting the weirdest of the weird in oh, order yeah. you know, to make their video better. But they're all kind of weird. Yeah. And I'm sure even Josh is probably kind of weird. But hey, the one thing I I'm like about it, fucking apparently weird, it's so who am thing, I to judge? Apparently it's a thing at the gathering of the Juggalos. Mm-hmm. Show me your butthole. Well, I think the show me your tits is, and that one guy was really into show me your butthole. No, the, and the last one we watched at the cabin, there was a tent set up. Show me your butthole. I got a butthole tent. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk up and show me your asshole. And, but, I mean, it's all about doing drugs. See, these are these, my people without being my people. But these guys are like, these are the guys, in case you're wondering who they are, they're the guys that will meet you in the middle of any mosh pit. These are the fucking guys that kind of look like neo-Nazis sometimes. <laughs> 
They kind of do. I don't know about that. Uh, I, the, yeah, they, they just look like white people. So any white people but, can look like neo-Nazis at any point or another. They're all on fucking drugs, and they're all crazy. Hey, believe me, if you ask any black person, we all look like neo-Nazis. And, probably. You know, it's the same probably with the Jewish people do. But yeah, that the bottom line is they're all fucking nuts. Uh, and they all they all express it as, this is all family. We're all one big mm-hmm. happy family. You're safe here. They're accepted here. I guarantee there's a thousand fights at those fucking things. And that's I one thing I'd like to get him those on. Those are the kind of people that want to fight, right? Yeah. Those are the trash balls. Yeah. Like, that's that's why the, we gotta have him They're probably the good show. at fighting. I yeah. wouldn't want to fuck with a pack of juggalos. I wouldn't either. You know, and they've actually got like FBI one Warnings at one point or another, they were putting out like things saying that Juggalos were an actual gang and to be, you know, be on the watch out for them and shit like that. Well, it's like you got, all these, thing you got all these fat girls walking around with oh, no the Juggalettes are Everybody the Everybody walks around naked. They're Juggalettes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, guys, girls walk around naked. Yeah. And the girls say, yeah, I'm naked. But these guys out of respect for family, no one's looking. Well, no, no one's looking because you're fat. I'm looking to laugh, but that's it. Just like if I was walking around naked, how'd you laugh at me? I'm laughing at your fucking flabby the one, ass. The one guy they were interviewing, standing there butt naked, big fat dude. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, girls, who needs some cock? He said, it might not look like much, but it's going to fucking hurt. And I'm sitting there going, and, then, and the guy next to him goes, whoop, whoop. That's the big thing, whoop, whoop. Yeah. And uh, this guy had a fucking mask on. He goes, hey, what are you guys interviewing? What are you guys all about? I'm into bang it, finger banging chicks and fucking sluts. And I'm going to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> They're the best, man. They're nuts, just, man. Just YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look up Juggalo videos. You'll literally, you can look all night and enjoy yourself. We got to have him on. Have yourself a nice bourbon. Have yourself a nice smoke. Watch Juggalo videos for hours. It's worth it. I want him to and tell me. Who cares me, about the music? You don't even have to listen to music half the time. I want him to tell me about the average day from the time you wake up at the Gathering of the Juggalos mm. to the time you go to bed. I want to hear about that whole fucking well, day. I, the bottom line is we need to go. We just need to bite the bullet and go to a gathering we one of should. these days. I mean, we really should. I, I uh, Maybe get some other people to join us. Maybe get with Josh. Uh, he, he knows the ins and outs of the juggle. Oh, yeah. He'd fit us right you in. Know, we can get some uh, travel mics go up there, and we can do our own little documentary. We can do an interview. Yeah. They, yeah. They'll all be willing to talk eh, to you. It's fun. Who gives a shit if it sucks or don't suck? It'd be yeah. fun regardless. I'm just, I'm personally a little afraid. You know, I almost want to poke my well, Yeah, I, po- I would love to be, be able to watch from a distance. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want to watch. I don't know if I want my tent to be in the middle of the fucking show, your butthole tent. Uh, I want to be near the show, show me your butthole. You're right. If I had a tent, I would put it near the show me your butthole. Just but forget all the people that I see in those videos. I don't want to see any of their buttholes. I don't want to see any of their buttholes. <laughs> the well, girls, my God. I'm lying. Again, I will look at anyone's butthole for science. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we should go. Yeah, we and should. I think, but I do want to have Josh on. Josh, if you happen to listen, and I know a lot of your friends do, we want to have you as a guest. I want to hear about what it's like to be there. Yeah, I need Juggalo, more Juggalos in my life. Yeah, um, but they scared the shit out of me at the same time. But at the same time, they just the stuff that comes out of their mouth just makes me fucking laugh. That little dude that was sucking on the whippets, <laughs> he had Every, so many whippets. He, he went, who doesn't make it? Dude, that guy's not going to be able to carry a conversation for two Never. weeks. For he's two like, weeks after that, he's, he's like, like dude, be the dumbest guy ever. You only live once to so do lots of whippets. Oh, and drive. Do whippets and drive. <laughs> Don't do whippets and drive, guys. <laughs> I, I've never done a whippet, honestly. I um, have. and it, Which is funny for me because there's always, there was, whippets were in the heroin and crack thing for me. And it's because I had heard that they kill brain cells like right away. And I'm not interested in that. Well, I did them. Um, they used to sell them at adult bookstores. I like that long term brain killing like weed. I can't handle the short term brain turn. Supposedly a whippet is just, you know, the whipped cream can yeah. times 10 or whatever. Yeah. I did it like twice, and both times it gave me a raging fucking headache. Yeah. So I won't do it anymore. I, I think that's because your brain cells are actually dying. Yeah. Uh, so I'll hard pass it now. You got to fuck you this week? Yeah. 
Fuck yeah, oh, yeah you do. You always got Fuck one. Yes, I can always rely on you to end this show this way. Um, my fuck you goes out to Sean G, I think his name is. Is that our tax guy? No. <laughs> That's uh, Sean hey, W. Um, Sean G, I'm out the other day and I'm door dashing. Okay? Fucking door dashing, just minding my own fucking business. Did it for like six hours that day. So I'm out there, I get a call, <coughs> go to Wingstop. Pick up an order for Josh G or Sean G. I go to Wingstop. It's closed. Nobody in there. Lights off. Everything. So I get on the app and I say, store is closed. <coughs> At that point, they say, uh, are you confirming the store is closed? I'm like, yeah, store is closed. This guy fucking sends me a text message ripping me. Where's my fucking food, dude? And I'm like, the store is closed. You want me to break in and make you some wings? You should have. Really? No. But this guy's actually mad at me that the store was fucking closed. Because I sent him a message. The store's closed. Did you um, write back? Yeah. You said that? I said, the store is fucking closed. Did he respond? Yeah. What? He goes, bullshit. You just don't want to bring me my food. <laughs> Why? I'm like, the store is closed. <laughs> Why would There's I nobody here. Yeah, I don't want to make money. That's why I'm out here. He goes, that's bullshit, man. You make bring me my food. I didn't know they could still message you after you canceled. I messaged them. Oh, I don't even do that. I did the messages with him so before I canceled. You're being too nice. Well, I, I cussed at him. Well, no, but I mean, you shouldn't never even had the conversation. Oh. If you just canceled the order, they can't get a hold of you. Oh, I should have just done that. That's all. I'll I do that in the I future. Don't waste but either my way, Sean G, fuck you. Yeah, Sean G, fuck you. Hey, my fuck you goes out to Quan, man. Quan. Fucking Quan. So I picked up Levanta last night in my Uber. All right, Levanta was, uh, there's a ghetto in I don't know where, maybe uh, west, maybe uh, somewhere on the west side, Westwood maybe. Yeah. You know where Baltimore is, that Baltimore, road? Baltimore, yeah. And then Rough. it goes up. And to McHenry. Uh, oh, yeah, that area. I don't uh, know what that's called. Baltimore and McHenry. Looks little, rough. Looks a little bad. Uh, yeah, I big wanna, big drug place. Don't want to be too judgmental, but that looks scary. All right, so I picked I had, up. I used to deliver those corner markets there. Oh, yeah. Well, I picked up Levanta over there, and then she gets back in the back of my car. Levanta, sweetheart, got no issues with her. She's uh, a little pregnant, look like, but still wearing a belly shirt. Um, you know, so I take her to another one of the worst ghettos probably in this area over in Covington. I think it's called like City View where they're shutting it down, actually. When mm -hmm. we got there, it looked like a fucking ghost town. She even said that little ghost town here. And every building was vacant. And there's only like three buildings that still have people and they're shutting them all down. I read about this place a while ago. Apparently, it's like the number one killing area in all of the tri-state. Well, now it's gone. So I'm taking huh. Levanta there. And she's on the phone with her friend and fucking cracking me up. She's waiting for, <clears throat> what was his name? There was Quan, Laquez. That was what, Laquez, Laquez is her baby's daddy. Laquez is in jail. Laquez is getting out soon. He wants to get the family together, but she's pregnant with Quan's kid. Now, Laquez finds out that Quan stretched her. Quez is going to fuck up Quan. So, Qua stretched her? Stretched her. So, my fuck you goes out to Quan for stretching my girl Levanta. All right. Because Quez is going to get out of jail and Quez is going to fuck you up for stretching out that pussy. Now, it's one thing to get her pregnant. Apparently, Quez was cool with her being pregnant with fucking Quan. But if he finds out that pussy is stretched, they have to have at it. This just can't be something that Quez lets go. He's My trying, money's on Quez. He's trying to live the straight life, Chris. He's trying to get his shit together. He's going to get a job now, when he gets out. Who's in jail? Out. 
Huh? Who's in jail? Quez. Quez. Quez in jail. I don't know what Quez is in jail for. That wasn't mentioned, and I wasn't going to ask. But uh, Quez is in jail. Quez is getting out of jail. He wants to get the family back together because this is her one of her kids' is mom, dad, kid, whatever. And Quan's up in that pussy right now. In fact, Quan was coming over that night to get up in that pussy, but Quez probably don't know that. But Quan already been up in that pussy, and Quan got her pregnant. Quez is cool with that. It's fine. Another kid, no big deal. But Quan better not have stretched that pussy out. If so, they got to get down in the streets. You think maybe they're talking about stretching the belly as it grows? I don't think he gives a fuck about that belly. I think he cares <laughs> about that pussy and the way she was huh. talking about it. Sounded like pussy. So your fuck you is Quan. Fuck you, Quan. Don't be stretching out fucking my girl Levante's puss. <laughs> if Levante's wasn't pregnant, would you have stretched it? No, she was not attractive she at all. Wasn't attractive. No, she was not attractive at all. No, not at all, dude. Total <laughs> trash. The whole time she's talking about getting her fucking tax return back and how she needed a car, but she was going to go out and get her nails and her hair and her feet and some new shoes and new outfit for her sister Latanta or some shit like that. And I'm just thinking the whole time. She obviously has like three or four kids with like three or four different dads. And I seen where I picked them up and where I dropped them off. That's all government housing. So she's yeah. on, you know what I mean? And she, this is what she's spending her money on. I don't want to be too judgmental. And I ain't going to put race anywhere in this because that is nothing involved. But this person was trash. All right. But her story was hilarious. And oh, I loved it. I love those kind uh, of stories. Yeah. So fuck you, Quan. Don't be stretching out that puss. She was a sweetheart to me. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So until next time, don't be stretching out Latanta's fucking cunt, Quan. Latanta was your Yeah.